0: What is RoastLog?
1: We're a software technology company, specifically coffee technology company.
0: Which has been more challenging, the coffee industry side of it or building software?
1: We saw a better way to do something and a better way to roast.
0: Technology in
2: coffee, really the first time it's been thought of in some ways.
0: Coffee is an industry, is it advanced? What's a memorable high point and what's a memorable low point? Welcome to Bean Stuff. Today on the podcast, we are honored with a special guest. What's good? Yeah, we are with uh, Lindsay Fain from Royce Log. Uh, are you there, Lindsay?
1: I am. I'm blushing when you said honored.
0: We we actually have you on over the phone. Where where are you, Lindsay? Uh, I'm in the Bay Area, San
1: Francisco Bay Area. Um, not too far where I was born and, and raised. Just about an hour north of, uh, uh, or an hour. East of San Francisco, I would say, in a little town called Walnut Creek.
0: To to get the ball rolling, and maybe like a sentence or two. What is Roastlog?
1: Sure. Um, hopefully, for those folks who are roasters, uh, they probably they may have heard of us, but we're we're a software technology company, uh, specifically coffee technology company. Um, so we write software. We've made custom-built hardware that's all designed to work with. With a wide array of coffee roasting equipment, uh, so we're predominantly found in roastery, um, but a lot of folks use us to, to drive their uh, purchasing decisions around green coffee, uh, inventory management, sample evaluation, you know, stuff like that. So, we folks folks who are in roastery hopefully uh, are familiar with us. And that's, that's where our uh, that's that's where we are within uh, coffee.
2: That's good. And I know at Caravan we use Roast Log and enjoy it very much. I have a question back in mind is, is do other, any uh, roastery, do sort of um, people who just roast their own coffee at home, does anyone like that use such a, a, a good thing like Roast Log?
1: Um, I think there's always a lot of interest. We get a lot of folks that that, uh, that show up and say, hey, this is pretty cool. We'd love to use it. Um, but, you know, we really have focused our energy and towards supporting commercial roasters. Uh, not to say that you know someone couldn't use it who was a home roaster, uh, but it'd probably be maybe more than somebody would need, uh, probably in, in home. Not to say that we wouldn't be interested at some point, but for today and right now we're, we're focused in the commercial roastery.
0: And I think that that kind of goes into uh, one of the first questions, or I guess this would be the second question. <laughs> um, but w- w- initially with RoastLug, as, as things are starting up, I mean, number one, it's it's so called cool. coffee and technology. That's a that's a good combination. That's a great combination. Um, but what was the initial vision for Roastlog, and, and has that changed uh, today, or is that very much the same as it was uh, initially?
1: Yeah, uh, that's a great question. I mean, funny enough, you know, back when we started just thinking about this,
0: mm. like back in, in
1: two thousand nine or or somewhere around there, you know, the goal wasn't. You know, to go out and start a company. So mm. the company part and quite a bit later. We were, you know, we were itching our own scratch. We we didn't know it at the time, but you know, we were eating our own dog food to take a turn out of the tech world. Um, we, we we weren't coffee professionals to say we were. Get mm. stretch actually to be an all-out lie. We were just part <laughs> of this small but dedicated group of uh, of coffee enthusiasts, and we just we saw a better way. Uh, to do something that to, uh, in, in a better way than uh, to roast, and so we built something that we thought would be useful and turned out uh, a lot of people thought it would be useful as well
0: yeah that 's awesome, and I think um, man, so many things come to my head as we 're as we 're talking it 's one question is because you, you had said that when you started out you know you were a lot newer to the coffee industry which was which has been more uh, challenging to, to learn, the, like the coffee industry side of it or building this, this software and, and hardware side of it to, to meet that industry?
1: As enthusiasts, you, you, you know what you know and you get into it because you're passionate about it mm. and, you, and there's all excitement around it, but, you know, becoming a professional, you know, when it becomes how you make, how you earn a living day in and day out and you, when you're just immersed in it yeah. uh, and not just dabbling, you know, it's, that's a, it's a whole different whole different ball wax. So, you know, I like to say and, and to think that, you know, we're still learning every day. Mm-hmm. Um, specialty coffee, which, I you know, I consider us a part of, mm-hmm. it's just evolved changed, and is changing. And, you know, there's so many issues that, you know, there are core issues are still there, but there are new issues that pop up. And so just trying to keep up with it, you know, that's probably the, the bigger challenge. Brian and I, my, Brian, my business partner and I, you know, both come from disparate uh, backgrounds, but are both grounded in technology so that piece I feel like we've got a pretty good handle on mm-hmm. um, but it's just it's that whole outsider coming into coffee but you know the, mo- the longer we're at this it, it just, that seems to be the common theme yeah. and you know like a lot of people they, they come from outside and just fall in love with it and, and then that's staying
2: Right. and I think we've kind of fall in that category. I agree with you Lindsay, the, uh, the coffee industry changes all the time and it is uh, sometimes hard yeah. to have a handle on that and keep up with it and I think you guys do a great job of sort of trying to, where's it going now and what's changing now and I think technology in coffee probably in the last five, eight years is really the first time it's been thought of in some ways, before then it was all manual with just notes.
1: Absolutely and I think it's funny that you say that, right? And I think this is where being nimble and and being flexible um, kind of behooves us as a company and behooves anyone in the industry. Like, it just keeps changing. You think you get it. You think you arms around it and something else comes up and and so there's those two fronts that we're constantly trying to um, battle on which is like to try and keep up and to bring you know the latest greatest technology to the industry and all the while trying to like stay in touch with you know what are the problems to be solved for for coffee and coffee blisters.
0: As far as technology goes in coffee, uh, coffee yeah. is an industry, is it advanced, would you say, in technology, or is it still kind of catching up with a lot of other industries?
1: Yeah. I mean, like anything, I think there are parts of the, the industry that have, have evolved maybe more quickly than others. Mm. Um, you know, I think every, the stuff at the bar, I mean, you just think of all the, the hardware on the bar and the different um, technologies to be promoted every year at the coffee conferences and and at various events, and that just that seems to be just new developments coming. Almost it seems like week week monthly if not mm-hmm. weekly. Um, I think in roastery things things move a little bit slower in roastery, um, but we I think we've done well. I mean I think I think I'd like to think that roast had something to do with that. Um, those early days were really really lonely when we were the ones trying to convince people of the merits of, of technology in the roastery in what was generally perceived as an artisanal endeavor, right? I mean, right. people almost shoot or push back on technology saying, you know, over my, you know, over my dead body, <laughs> will you bring that stuff in? The FDA has a roaster certification, right? Now that requires roaster use software hmm. to log profiles. <laughs> and yes. that with a huge smile on my face yeah. um and, and i mean that just based on our history those early days i tell you were tough tough mm. tough lots of rejection thankfully i've got thick skin and um and it was fun educating people along the way and it just we've come so far
0: you guys have had a huge part in that i mean it- it, it's 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 interesting to see the evolution um, that that brings. N- nowadays, there seems to be this you know data is the new oil as far as business yep. and technology and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. But yeah, that's, that's an interesting it. point. It's uh, I guess your your it sounds like the initial conversations with roast log you know having it with potential roasters, customers, that kind of stuff. I'm sure that that's changed its tone quite a bit to nowadays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It
1: really has, and I I don't know if, if we could go back and do it differently. if We really would. I mean, our start like earlier was in roastery and in in the production side of things. Um, you know, at this, around the same time there was, as you mentioned, Reed a lot of push for data um, for forming businesses. Mm. So to some degree, it started there, and then maybe worked our way into roastery. Maybe we would have uh, got quicker adoption, but in the end, it worked out because. We broadened our product portfolio to start to include things like the inventory management piece, the production planning, uh, you know, some lightweight financial analysis, um, you know, labs for people doing growth profile experimentation and profile optimization. So, it's been cool just seeing how organizations, you know, and, and I can't say exactly, you know, it's chicken and egg. Was it, was it the... the business, you know, uh, bean counters that wanted it more and, and kind of brought the technology in or did people really embrace it and roastery, but ultimately there's, there isn't very much, there aren't very many parts, let's say, of, of roasteries and cafes these days that haven't been touched by technology
2: now you've mentioned I hear you mentioned a lot of different parts of roast log those our listeners are probably going I'm still not quite sure what this roast log is in terms of I use, right. I, use it, I use it I use it every day on every, every roaster we have three roasters and I use it on every one of them in fact I use it on a little sample roaster just today and I find it so Helpful to me as a roaster, and I've been listening to hear how you describe it when you're trying, you're at a show and someone says, "What's roast log?" And what what some of the practical things that you say most people find this part particularly helpful?
1: Yeah, I'd say there are a few core parts of the product, and maybe maybe talking about in terms of problems that we solve or our work to solve um, things like roast consistency, right, mm-hmm. by virtue of. Your profiles, you can compare one roast to another, right? Um, that becomes important for the consistency piece, the quality piece, um, but it also becomes important when you start evaluating new coffees, uh, right? A new profile needs we develop um, every time a new coffee is introduced into your menu, and ergo, you know, you've got this tool that allows you to visualize uh, your roasting profiles, your time and temperature profile, mm-hmm. um, and you know, make tweaks and adjustments. To that profile um, to optimize for different flavor profiles, so there's there's another problem we solve. Um, I mentioned the inventory management piece. Um, it's that inventory management is centered around the green coffee, um, and roast log is something that allows uh, a roaster to basically track a coffee from the time it's contracted hmm. to when it's actually roasted and shipped. Um, and if you if you even take into consideration, say, like our sample uh, management module, that, that actually lets you track the green coffee, you know, well before you've even made a, a purchasing decision. You can kind of qualify and disqualify your coffees and track uh, your comments and observations, physical grading and evaluations in the system. That you can ostensibly you can go back and review, you know, what you, why you made a purchase decision or why you you excluded something from. From a purchase, and and we it's been a it's been a product that's evolved over time, you know, and a lot of the feedback, you know, thanks to people like Chewball, you've given us feedback over the years, and and the product has kind of followed. The need. You're very,
2: uh, you're very adaptive that. way when I say something, that'd be really cool if I, I, I realize when I say something like that. Man, it must put a lot of pressure and work on you guys, you <laughs> and Brian. And it's, it's like, wow, I wish he hadn't said that.
1: <laughs> I like to more think of it as you guys keeping us honest. You know, because at the end of the day, if we're not producing something that's useful, what's the point, right? right and right,
0: yes. Yeah. And it's interesting, I mean, Log has a very robust feature set of offerings and, and, and things that are really helpful to uh, to roasters and that kind of stuff. Like, there's there's a lot there. How, and, and maybe you answered it by saying it's, you know, part of, of people sending, or giving you their feedback, but how do you decide... You know when something is is at a point where you should add it as a feature or as something to uh, the existing product. Like what's what is is it is that a hard process to do?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, in your last comment, it really um, strikes a chord with us, right? So mm-hmm. we consider ourselves very narrowly focused by design because um, mm-hmm. there's so much stuff that we could work on. Um, so I think kind of the guiding principles are um, we try to. Design of product that's useful to the business, right? And so, does it have a, uh, does it serve a, a business purpose? Not mm. just is it novel, is it neat, is it a gee whiz, but right. does it save time? Mm. Does it save money? Does it, um, does it enable a, a business to stay in business and to grow, and enable growth? Those are the things that we tend to prioritize a little bit higher. It's not that we don't, we're not interested in the other, the other stuff. Right. But, you know, like I said, it's, it's kind of a moot point. Um, we wouldn't have any customers, like, if we made just the coolest bang, all the bells and whistles, but it really didn't help people stay in business and grow, Right. we wouldn't have a business either. So, but, I mean, it maybe it's a very general approach, but, uh, you know, I think we try to keep our ear to the ground, our customers, our users. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot more input than they even realized into of the evolution of the product. So maybe speaking, we all get the oil I <laughs>
0: <laughs> You had touched on it a little bit earlier as well, but you know, as you're going through this evolution of, you know, from where roast log started to what what it is today, what are like, I mean, what are some mem- I guess what's a memorable high point and what's a, a memorable uh, low point within that, that that timeline?
1: You know, I had mentioned a little bit earlier how it was just ch- it was so trying. Um, mm. convincing people of the merits of technology, and, and there was no one singular point, there was no singularity when all of a sudden people just said, yes, we need software, but, <laughs> but over time, we just chipped away, chipped away, yeah. and when we were able to through and software you know, just was generally accepted, um, and technology in roastery was generally accepted, that was that was pretty cool, not necessarily one singular high point, but definitely when technology was adopted was was, was a bright spot i know i think the the reality is you know what it what it is for us for us um we're a bootstrap you know coffee technology startup and that was you know something that we were that we decided very early on we were going to bootstrap this thing nature of doing a startup is that yeah, things are cyclical so there are definitely highs and there are definitely lows but, mm. but I had to sum it up um, again maybe not one singular low but maybe it's that as a bootstrap uh, startup maybe we can't move as quickly as we'd like um, mm. and maybe more specifically I mean I'd love to do everything that everybody asks of us but, right. but we have to be selective, and you know, we can only do so much and, and so as a result we have to be really purposeful with our with our efforts, and today we have, like, three applications. There's a Mac and Windows-based client. There's an iPad app, Um, and actually we now have, probably by the time you guys um, um, go launch your podcast, we'll we'll have have our third product, which is a web app, a web application, which is actually pretty new and cutting-edge technology. So we've got three applications. Yeah, we've got all kinds of hardware. We've got three generations of data bridges that we've developed, and so we've just we've done a lot. Um, given the fact that we're, we're we're still a relatively small outfit, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I wish we could do more, but I'm also at the same time pretty pleased at, at what what we accomplished.
0: And it, it's funny you mention uh, Mac and Windows, because you know I was going to say, is it challenging supporting you know two different platforms where I'm sure there's you know different uh, technicalities that each requires that kind of thing uh, but it looks like you guys are also kind of getting into the cloud computing or the you know the cloud versions of that which is amazing that's uh, it's cool yeah. to see that advancement in in a coffee technology
1: yeah, and I think that that's the cool part of our maybe our pedigree or where we come from and maybe one of the advantages of being coffee outsiders to some degree is that we can bring some mm-hmm. some of the tech text- abilities. And some of the newest, latest, greatest stuff. At least that's that's our goal. You know, try to bring some of that into coffee. And to your to your point, Reed, Yeah, I mean, if we could get away from a, a client-based software for the for the for the techie nerd people out there, right. if we get away from a client, you know, based software altogether and go 100% um, cloud-enabled, and with our new web app, I think we're going to get pretty darn close. We'll mm-hmm. be... Uh, I mean we already have testers out in the field who Mac, Windows, Chromebook, Linux, you know, you name it, and um, are running uh, running a web app. So this is actually a pretty exciting develop for us. Development for us, I should say. Um, yeah. I mean, and we're able to announce that pretty shortly.
2: I remember earlier on in Royst I think that's one of the Roystog what what came to us is being allowed to use in our day, the iPad was quite new, and to have a, just a touch screen right next to your roaster was was like, wow, we can do that. And it's great how you have continued to push that and 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 open up other avenues that uh, make it even easier and more accessible to people.
1: Thanks for mentioning that, Paul. Yeah, and iPad was our first foray into kind of mobile, and now tablets are you know becoming more and more popular, and and yeah. so I think our web app scan is going to kind of satisfy that need, whether it's a Windows-based operating system mm-hmm. or you know, Android or you know, iPad, we're, we're going to have a solution for just about everybody out there. Very, very short.
0: Before RoastLog, what, what were you, I guess, what were you involved in? And then what got you um, and Brian interested in, in doing coffee technology? How much
1: time do you have? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I came from a biotech background. My education and background was in molecular biology and genetics. Um, you know, I've had the amazing opportunity to design, market, and sell tools for, for basic research. Hmm. Um, I've had a role in designing products that, that are used to study and understand human health, infectious diseases, crop science, genetics. Um, so, I, yeah, I feel, I feel fortunate to have had that as, as part of my career and to have had that opportunity to have like a front row seat in some of the most incredible life science kind of discoveries over the last couple of decades. Um, So in between, at one point in the the time here, this is a little bit muddy, but I dabbled in a startup um, that was founded really on the false premise that we could self-fund a biotech company. Um, It was, but let me just go on the record and say, it is really hard to bootstrap a biotech. (laughs) (laughs) But... It was a costly but a valuable lesson that you know I've uh, taken to Roastlog, actually, because um, I, as I mentioned earlier, we we bootstrapped roast log. a little bit little bit different story, uh, um, bootstrapping a tech company versus a biotech company. But mm. anyhow, um, my coffee journey really began late, much later in life. I discovered coffee way way later in life. I mean, it got it got me through college and long study sessions in college, and mm-hmm. and then when I got my early morning starts, but it was more, it was more, played a functional role in my life than anything. And it wasn't until much later that I started to appreciate or learn about specialty coffee and, and, and some of the things that, you know, maybe I, I took for granted earlier, um, earlier in my in my life. So, you know, unlike some folks who were fortunate enough to have started in a cafe or had the opportunity to be a barista, mm-hmm. um, my first stop, who's number. My first stop in coffee was actually in Roastery or in Roasting. Mm. Um, and, well, I mean, that's, you know what? I take that back. It's not entirely true. But my first official indoctrination into specialty in coffee would probably be as a graduate of Matt and Bruce Mileto's um, ABC or American Barista and Cafe uh, School up in Portland. Um, I did a weekend first there that my wife treated me to on one of my, uh, one of my milestone birthdays. And it was that weekend in Portland, Oregon that really um, kind of planted the seed and, and where I got my first, I would say maybe my first official start. Um, she, of course, had no interest in attending a, a brief school <laughs> over a week. So she put a call out to my friends and, of course, uh, one of my good friends, who ended up being my business partner, had already started roasting at home and quickly he caught the bug. So Brian... Um, as soon as he heard about this trip to Portland, he was all in. So he joined me, in, and that was actually the first time we both kind of jumped all in into, into coffee. And uh, wow. yeah, it was, it was really it, so. That, that was kind of our our introduction into coffee. And at the time, he was cutting his teeth on a jean Cafe. I don't know if you guys are familiar with these little <laughs> yes Graham Graham you know home roasters, but he had started there. But and he got really serious, and he found himself uh um I think it was either an IR five or IR seven Dietrich um roaster and he dropped several thousands of dollars on this. I I couldn't believe it. I nice to be young and kiss, um but he like like financially was all in and, and so he was already roasting so at that weekend after pulling shots and steaming milk all weekend, not only were we fully caffeinated but we were slowly being pulled, new colts, you know, specialty coffee. Yeah. Um so we went home, dropped money on more coffee gear, and, and started diving into roasting. Um, and that's where we started really focusing on the software. Um, Brian had already got a jump start as a software developer. Hmm. He had gotten a jump start into uh, writing some software uh, to satisfy his own needs. And we just spent more and more time roasting coffee. Um, and, yeah, it just we're having a blast. So that's how I got interested in coffee. Wow. Like I said, long story, I'm <laughs> sorry, but no, no. Uh, yeah, it was, it was quite a journey and it, it goes on from there. 2009, Brian and I think it was, I think it was 2009 in Atlanta. So Brian and I, you know, wanted to go geek out at the coffee conference. Again, we're not, not coffee professionals and just enthusiasts. Um, Jay Andres, I don't know if you know him from coffee tech, he's a Bay area guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he, designer and, and used used equipment uh, broker but anyways he befriended you know, him and uh, he must have heard something he liked maybe we were as crazy as he is and he allocated like a couple feet at the end of his 10-foot table um, and let us kind of set up a computer um, and a monitor wow. and so I just set it up and just showcase what we were using at the time
0: yeah and
1: yeah. I remember doors to the conference center opening and people kind of flooding into the, to the expo area. And, you know, I just remember some of the looks on people's faces as they came down the escalators <laughs> and kind of keyed in on what, what, what is that? And yeah. they just beat it. And before you knew it, we had, you know, a couple rows deep people stand around, ask us questions about this thing and wow. before the end of the weekend people were asking how they sign up and we said sign up for what this this isn't even a (laughs) product and hanging out for the weekend and and uh now you guys want to actually buy something so yeah it was an interesting flight home and some interesting conversations that ensued from there yeah, That's where it really started to become real for
0: us. For you and for Brian, was that, was that transition from, you know, creating something that you guys um, were using personally? And obviously, you're still passionate about it now, but, you know, you were just doing it because you were excited and passionate. Finding that as a, you know, potentially something that others would also want, was that a... A challenging transition to to take out practically as far as to take it from this 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 thing you guys are working on to actually something you can market and sell
1: well at that point and, and this is a funny thing so Brian and I are, are childhood friends I don't yeah. know if we've ever shared that with, with you Paul but we've known <laughs> each other a long time we're just always looking for an excuse to, to work on a project together yes, um, nice. but you know, as things go we went away to school and you know, I focused on my studies and, and started my career, and, and he did the same, and um, his background being in, in initially in materials engineering, mm-hmm. um, he, he found his way into software development. Um, you know, he was working, doing the whole tech boom thing in the Bay Area while I was, you know, starting my career in biotech, and it just looked like how on earth are we ever going to bring, you know, our two skill sets to bear to work on a project together, and then like I said, my wife sends us away on a long weekend to go geek out on coffee, and, um, and that planted a seed. And, and after that initial conference in, uh, in Atlanta, it was like, let's do this. And yeah. from there, we were able to kind of really take from all of our experiences up to that point. I mean, we, were, we were well into our careers, and I had already worked on a few projects where you know, I'd taken products to market. Um, had worked on business you know, software and business systems, mm-hmm. and everything kind of just started to fall in place. So was it was it challenging? It was by no means was it easy because we were not, you know, coffee was not our, you know, we were not subject matter experts in coffee, and nor was it our domain professionally. Mm-hmm. But we were studies and you know borrowed from some of our experiences, um, work experiences, and and as I'm preach in the choir with you guys, but as you guys know, people in specialty coffee are just amazing mm-hmm. and the support of a lot of people. Um, there's a pretty healthy and thriving specialty coffee scene here in the Bay Area where we got our start. And you know, people like Tom Owens over at Sweet Maria's and uh, Willem Boot, you know, helped us out, you know, when when Blue Bottle was still independent and James Freeman was, mm-hmm. you know, building his empire, you know, a lot of those guys gave us great feedback early on and and it was just so in fact it probably wasn't as hard as it it probably should have been because people were so (laughs) welcoming and just kind of open
0: there's not a lot of people in specialty coffee that are there because they just do it as a job a lot of times there's like you were you know mentioning there's people who are excited and passionate and wanted to share that and that's i'm glad that that was your experience as well with uh, with this new coffee technology you know, as you are continuing and moving forward with RoastLog, doing these things, what's what's something that's that's really exciting for you at the moment?
1: In G- a general comment on the coffee industry, I guess I'm, I'm super bullish on the future of coffee, you know, and I you know, I think some of us are, and granted, there are some, you know, some challenges ahead of us, but, you know, I just, I'm encouraged by the fact that there are just so many people who are passionate about the industry and some amazing work that's going on in, like, you know with, with the coffee research world, right? So mm-hmm. with my with my, my background in anthropology and genetics, mm-hmm. I I I'm like, oh, is this thing coming full circle? And, and you know, maybe maybe I will be able to use some of my <laughs> my education and stuff um, yeah. with all the coffee, re- you know, going into you know researching genetic diversity and trying to increase genetic diversity within within coffee. You know, the sustainability issues are are just you know awesome, and just the fact that stuff. people are just really committed to fixing you know, fixing supply chain problems and um, the general awareness of, of kind of the number of players in the supply chain. I mean, I just, I'm I'm excited about the future of coffee in general. It's, yes, there are problems, but there are a lot of smart people, a lot smarter than me for sure, um, working on these problems. So I'm just glad to be part of it. Mm. Uh, so, so that's exciting. Um, I guess the nerdy product development guy in me um, relishes... The fact that um, something we built you know something we can something we've built something we've nurtured along is is out there in the wild and being used by coffee professionals every single day and and for some our or has become an integral part of, uh, of of their business so that's pretty exciting um, that's really exciting actually so it gets me up in the morning every
2: day yeah I find the same. I'm excited to turn my little roast log iPad on, next to my roaster, and I start the day
0: and uh it tells me what I'm doing right and wrong and uh off we go. I really appreciate like the work and effort you guys have put in and continue to put in towards I mean you, you know you guys started with you know started with nothing and have created a product that that you know a lot of people use and it it is it is a good product and I think that that is that is extremely impressive on its own, um, let alone the fact that you guys are still improving it. And it's, you know, how helpful it is towards... Roasters and that kind of stuff is, uh, that's pretty amazing.
2: I think of things like, uh, like the last one I remember asking you, are you ever going to put a, um, roasting development sort of button on there and voila, or about, you know, a few weeks, a month later, it's on there now. I was like, <laughs> that is really cool. It's helping me every day now. And
1: that's the, this is a new platform that we've developed. And I think our new development platform allows us to kind of push these updates more quickly. So, so what was once maybe, Weeks to months, you know. Hopefully, we can even shorten up, even more, tighten it up to maybe days or days or weeks. So, it's, there's a lot of technology that you know we want to keep. You know, our users don't need to know about it, but there's so much cool stuff going on on the technology side that it's going to enable us to just make um, continue to make amazing. Amazing products,
0: Lindsay. How much of of the success and 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 the progress of Roastlog do you equate to you know the hard work that both you and and Brian have put in? And then how much do you equate to just luck?
1: Well, yeah, I'll, I'll take I'll take luck. Um, <laughs> timing wise, I think right place at right time. You know, I, I look back at a couple of those things that could have happened and in, in, or may not have happened, and and you know, like going up to Portland or mm. you know finding out that Brian had a mutual interest in coffee and, and you know, just these little things along the way and and then the little nudges and, and things like that, um, that just introductions that, that we made or people that we've met along the way and opportunities that kind of fell in our lap to, you know, I think about like Keva Conte. I don't know if you guys know Keva, um, Red Bay Coffee in, in the Bay Area. Um, man, talk about someone who just like was super welcoming and just, Mm. Brought me in, said, you know, you let, yeah, come, let's, you know, let me, let me show you what I know about roasting. You show me what you got in terms of technology, and yeah. and I look at him, and he's emerging as kind of a leader within specialty space. He's doing amazing things on diversity and coffee, and um, you know, he's doing some really cool stuff in Oakland, California, around you know, social economic development. Um, he's working with experimental business models and coffee. I just think that's so cool. And mm-hmm. and had I not been at the right place at the right time just to run into somebody like a um, you know, this may not have happened. So, yeah, I, I think a lot of luck, um, a little bit of skill. Uh, like I always say, I, there are a lot smarter people out there than, than me, and um, Ryan's definitely one of them. So maybe I'm even fortunate to have What's up with Brian. He's a pretty sharp, sharp guy. Um, but yeah, I, I think I'm going to chalk it up as mostly luck and and some skill. Um,
0: <laughs> it's cool to see the progress that you guys have. You know, you're not not stagnating on any particular point of that um, of of your product. You know, you're continuing to change the platform that it's on. That kind of stuff, and that's I think really shows a lot about you and and how. Um, and how you work and how you are progressive and progressing and, and also just passionate about what you're, what you're making. So, Lindsay, as we wrap up for the episode, are, is there anything that we haven't mentioned that, you know, that, are like, that are things that you're like, oh, my goodness, this needs to be said because someone's going to want this or, or you know, something that we've left out by accident um, as far as roast log goes and, and, and what people should know about it?
1: Brian and I are committed to continuing to innovate. And to bring new things to, to the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, Brian throws this one around a lot, and, and, I, and I, I like it. I mean, I think it's apropos. He says, you know, very consistently, he does he, he, he it all the time. And I'm proud to say that, you know, that we consistently punch above our weight, if that makes sense. We're,
0: mm.
1: we're a small company, right? We're a small business um, playing in this huge um, industry. And you know, while some people might see that as uh, as a liability, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think it is an asset. Um, I think you know, we're small, we're nimble, but we're efficient. Mm-hmm. And maybe it, maybe it just our San Francisco Bay Area Silicon Valley roots, you know, uh, where you know innovation is, is such such a prize um, is something that's prized. And while we don't necessarily go out and consciously strive to do it, you know, I think we just we look at solved differently and this is this is where maybe our outsiders approached um or perspective you know me from biotech brian with his tech that shows engineering background you know are able to kind of bring that to bear and and so as a commitment to our to our users we're we're going to continue doing that pushing the envelope.
0: to what you said about you know punching above your weight i think that that really shows or is kind of a it's a test a, a testament to um, to the value that you guys provide and and the skill that you guys do have. I think that that, you know, it doesn't happen by by accident. I think you guys do something really well and, and, it, and it shows and people get attached to that. Yeah, so for anybody listening who wants to uh, learn more, RoastLog.com. What's a good way for people who are just now hearing about RoastLog and this whole idea of data and coffee and technology and all that put together, what's the... Uh, What's a good way for them to, to learn more or to get more information on or about Roast Log?
1: Hit us up on the website, um, you know, shoot us a, shoot us a message. Uh, you can you can chat us up on the website. Um, visit us uh, when you're at the conferences. We'll be in Boston here in April. So swing on by. Um, we we just love to we just love to talk coffee and and you know I think those conversations are what kind of drives... Not to beat a uh, dead horse, but it's what drives kind of the ideas and fuels fuels us to, to go and, and continue creating and, and building cool stuff.
0: At roastlock.com, um and again, everything that, that Lindsay just mentioned is available there and definitely reach out to them. Uh, Lindsay, thank you so much for, for joining us today for kind of giving us an inside look into, into both what you do and, and what RoastLog is and, and how that works and the awesome intersection between coffee and technology. And it's really, uh, we really appreciate having you on and, and being willing to take take some time out of your day to to chat with us. <laughs> My pleasure, you guys. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no, no, we we, uh, we are we are excited to to put this out there and tell more people about Roast Log. Yeah,
2: no, it's good, Lindsay, and uh, I agree with you that at the times I've used the chat window and Roast Log, and you guys are very good at getting back very quickly. Your little honor that you sort of that you privilege or you like to do that, you do it very well. Um, and it's it's I, we, I as a roaster, I know I appreciate getting communication back quickly, and that's that's always been very helpful and useful.